0: Hello, and welcome to Ballistic Performance Radio. This is your one stop shop for all things nutrition, fitness, and mindset. Our goal is to help you make fitness and nutrition a part of your life, not your whole life. We discuss a variety of topics, including faith, self awareness, sustainability, and consistency training programs, grocery store navigation, and how to enjoy your favorite foods without guilt or remorse. There is a lot of noise out there in the world of health and fitness, so we're here to provide real, reliable, and practical answers and recommendations that will keep you moving forward on your journey. My wife Ashley and I are your hosts, and please do not hesitate to reach out on social media to say hello, ask questions, or comment on this week's episode. So, without further ado, let's get into the podcast. All right, welcome back. This is episode 115, and this episode was inspired by a recent gymnastics clinic. And I don't mean cartwheels and backflips, I mean body weight movements in the world of CrossFit that we conducted at CrossFit Pine Creek in Pittsburgh, so I wanted to provide some context to this conversation before we just dove straight into it. Now, with this clinic, we were teaching the kipping pull-up, the butterfly kipping pull-up, and the muscle-up, and just going through all of the nuances and intricacies of those movements and taking individuals who registered for the clinic through the progressions to help them achieve those movements. Now. As awesome as it was, and as incredible as it was to see people have breakthroughs and perform some of these things, what I really wanna hone in on and focus on are two things. One, there was a prerequisite to attend the course, and that prerequisite was you had to have strict pull-ups prior to enlisting or enrolling in the course. Now, we didn't put a number out there. I'm sure as we were going through the promotion and the marketing, It probably fell on the the arbitrary yet gold standard in CrossFit of five strict pull-ups for the men and three for the women. But regardless, you had to have the capacity to do strict pull-ups in order to sign up for the course. So why did we do that and why is it important? We did that because there is a hierarchy of movement or to movement, however that should be phrased. And you need to work or earn your way through those ranks. So that's the first thing that I want to highlight. Now the second thing that we're going to talk about here and dive into is the fact that the way to get bigger, stronger, faster, leaner, and meaner, and all of the things that you want to achieve as it relates to your nutrition and your fitness doesn't come from the fancy, flashy, sexy shit that you see on Instagram and YouTube and Facebook and the ads that pop up on every platform across the board so let's dive into this a little deeper the reason that you may feel stuck in your fitness or your nutrition journey is that you're focused and maybe even obsessed with the destination and in turn you forget about the process you can't just skip the beginning of the story right this isn't click And by click, I mean the movie with Adam Sandler and I think Kate Beckinsale. Do you know what I'm talking about? Where he has the remote and he can like stop and fast forward and rewind and skip chapters. This isn't, that isn't real life. This isn't that movie. We don't just get to hit fast forward or use the scene selection menu and skip to the next chapter. Now, is it possible to bypass a level or two in this hierarchy of movement? Yes, absolutely it is. But it comes at a price. There are consequences to succumbing to that shiny object syndrome, to putting what you have been taught and know aside to chase after something fancier, flashier, sexier has consequences. So let's use the pull-up and the kipping pull-up, for example, and how those translate into the muscle-up. Regardless of how you feel about CrossFit or about kipping pull-ups, they're part of the CrossFit culture and they're damn near required to complete some of the workouts that are written at these affiliates. Now, what often happens is an individual will hop into CrossFit, they'll see kipping pull-ups, and they'll become obsessed with achieving that movement, whether it's a normal gymnastics kip or a C-style kip, some people call it, or a butterfly kip. They cannot take their eyes off that movement. All of their time, energy, and effort goes into learning how to perform that. Rather than working on foundational pulling, and what I mean by that is inverted rows, ring rows, isometric holds on top of the pull-up bar, eccentric pull-ups, strict pull-ups, rather than focusing and developing all that, all and developing the, the strength and the stability that goes along with it, All they do, and this might have been you, because at one point it was me, is focus on learning how to kip. So soon, you or this individual that we're talking about learns how to kip. And then a coach who is either not truly concerned about their well-being, or who doesn't know any better, encourages and teaches them how to perform the kipping pull-up. And from that point forward, All they do is kip because the strict pull-up is, quote-unquote, too hard. Now fast forward a few months, if not a few years. Now that person wants a muscle-up, but they're not strong enough or skilled enough to make it happen. And on top of that, they likely have aching shoulders, their elbows are hot and achy, and they're wondering, how the hell did I end up here? And the reason is, it's the consequences. They are paying the price for skipping the basics. Now that said, here is the problem with the basics and why so many people tend to bypass them. The basics are boring. People don't like boring. You don't like boring, I don't like boring. In order to get strong or develop a skill, you have to do the same things over and over and over, and over again. There's a reason that the squat, the deadlift, the press, the push-up, and the pull-up have been around for damn near centuries. It's because they fucking work. They're not fancy, they're not flashy, they're not sexy, and in most cases, well, I don't want to say most, but in some cases, they're not even fun. But... They are 100% necessary. Now, the reason I just went off on that rant there is because nearly every question at the clinic that we received from both athletes or the participants and the coaches all traced back to mastering the basics and developing strength and stability through full ranges of motion and being willing to devote endless amounts of time, energy, and effort into practice. Fitness and skill are developed through years of consistent, deliberate, repeated practice and training. So if you're listening to this, you might be thinking, come on D, like that's a little aggressive. You're making this out a little too serious. After all, like CrossFit is all about variety, right? It's fun. It's constantly varied. We're doing something different every day. While all that is true and variety is fun and CrossFit does place a huge emphasis on variety, let me ask you this. And, not, and when you answer this, think about not only yourself, but your training partner, your mom and dad, your best friend. How many strict pull-ups can you do? Is it one, three, five, seven? Okay, question number two. How many push-ups can you do? How many consecutive repetitions of a push-up can you do? 10? 15? These are low-level foundational pieces of fitness, we'll call them. We are not better than these movements, and yet most people struggle to perform one pull-up, or five pull-ups, or 10 push-ups. As human beings, we should demand more of ourselves. You know, we are better than that. We should have the capacity to perform countless—well, that's an exaggeration. We should have the capacity to perform high-volume pull-ups and push-ups, and not kipping pull-ups, strict pull-ups right? It's just like jumping rope. That's another low-level foundational piece of fitness. If you can't jump rope, there's a problem there because that is a basic expression of coordination, timing, accuracy, and cardiorespiratory fitness, like super low level. We need to have the capacity across all of these foundational pieces of fitness. So here is my plea to you. I am begging you, to turn your attention back to the basics, to fall back in love with the movements and skills that so many of us have left behind, to revisit the air squat, the strict pull-up, the push-up, the dip, lunging, hinging, pulls and carries, to revisit really those six pillars, and those six pillars being squatting, hinging, lunging, pushes, pulls, and carries, to revisit those and learn to fall in love with those movements and train those movements, I don't want to say at nauseum, but nearly at that level. If you're willing to master those things, if and when you revisit the fancy, flashy, sexy shit, you will be amazed at how much easier and better you are at those movements. They will feel better. You'll be able to perform them more efficiently. You'll be able to perform more repetitions. It will all come together because you took the time to go back and rebuild. Now, one thing I wanna touch on with rebuilding is that it's not going to be easy. And it's not gonna be fun at all times. It takes a lot of patience to say, and humility, to say, okay, I am going to swallow my pride and I'm going to rebuild my push up or rebuild my strict pull up because I have been neglecting it for months, if not years. And if I do that in the long run, I will be a better, more fit individual for it. And it doesn't happen overnight, it's going to take weeks and weeks and weeks. Think about rehabilitating an injury, it's very similar. You can't rush back into things or you're not going to get the benefit that the rehab was intended to have. You have to take your time and move through the entire program, so to speak, in order to achieve the desired results. So telling yourself that you're going to rebuild or revisit the basics and then hopping back into high intensity CrossFit type exercise after three or four weeks you're not going to have any of the adaptations that you were looking for. There will be essentially no benefit. You need to train and practice these movements for 12, 16, 24 weeks at a time, if not years, in order to truly develop immense capacity across those various pieces. So I hope that this quick but powerful message helps you to step back and view this through a different lens, view fitness through a different lens, and be willing to at least experiment with the basics, specifically the strict pull-up and the push-up, because those are often so neglected, and we all have so much room to grow in those, myself included. I told the clinic this past weekend, I don't care how many kipping pull-ups you can do. I am more impressed with the number of strict pull-ups that you can complete consecutively. If you can hop up and do 20 or 30 strict pull-ups as a guy and 15 to 20 as a gal, that is fucking cool. And that's where we should be shifting our focus to. So I hope this was beneficial. If you were able to take something out of this, please send us a DM or tag us on Instagram. You can take a screenshot of the actual podcast And just write your biggest takeaway there. Tag us in it so we can see because we are really trying to help you on your fitness journey. And if you're hearing what we're saying, we wanna know and we wanna be there to support you. Okay, wrapping things up. If after listening to all of that, you're sitting there thinking, okay, I am ready to rebuild my body. I'm ready to move out of pain. I'm ready to finally have the work that I do inside the gym be reflected in the mirror then this is your opportunity. For a limited time, we are offering a free seven-day trial for our fitness tracks. Those are Move, Build, and Perform. Move is a general physical preparedness program. It's interval-based training. It utilizes functional movements, and you're going to spend the first 15-ish minutes of every session doing controlled methodical strength work, followed by 20 to 30 minutes of moderate to high-intensity very specific interval-based training to help improve not only your aerobic capacity, but your anaerobic capacity. Build is an aesthetic-based program. It consists of two to three upper body days per week and two lower body days per week, and it is designed to build you up, not beat you up. In other words, it's going to help you look better naked and feel more comfortable and confident in your clothes. And then lastly, perform This is a program that was inspired by my experiences in Division I strength and conditioning, as well as the CrossFit world and the world of sport performance. We took the best of all of those things and combined them into one program that is gonna help you feel athletic again and dominate life both inside and outside the gym. If you are interested in any of those programs, this is the time to take advantage of that seven-day free trial click the link in the show notes or if you're an Instagram person, click the link on our Instagram bio to learn more and secure your free week of workouts. As always, we appreciate you so much for tuning in and we'll catch you next week. Thank you so much for listening to the podcast. Whether this is your first time tuning in or if you're here with us each and every week, Ash and I just want to take a moment to express our thanks and gratitude. We are so incredibly blessed to have your support, and we could not continue to show up week in and week out if it were not for you. If you enjoy what you hear on this channel, please head over to Apple Podcasts, leave a five-star rating, leave a review in there as well. That is how we reach more people and change more lives through the platform. Lastly, if you don't follow us across all of our other social media accounts, you can find us on Instagram, TikTok, Facebook, and YouTube. Our handles are either ballistic.performance or ballisticperformance across all of those platforms, or you can check us out online at trainballistic.com. Again, we appreciate and love you so much, and we hope you have a fantastic week.